Hello and welcome to yet another episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week we pick a few news items relating to US colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade, college counselor. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to US colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io/coronavirus. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. Hi Shweta, good morning. Hey Venkat, how are you? Very well. How was your weekend? Um, busy. <laughs> I, I guess that's good. I guess that's For good. For me, it's very good. <laughs> cool. So, um, so welcome back, and let's uh, dive into um, some of the news items here. So, I thought we could kick off with the fall enrollment. Um, being down for the U.S. colleges this fall. Um, not surprising, I guess. No, uh, not surprising at all. I mean, a lot of students want that traditional college experience and they don't want to spend the money to be online. So a lot opted not to attend or they did, you know, deferment of a gap year, uh, things like that. I, um, I've heard some schools wouldn't allow gap year and just mm-hmm. students you would have to reapply again without it depending on their status as a freshman or a transfer if they take community college classes or whatnot so yeah it's it's not surprising um should be interesting how this plays out for next year's enrollment mm-hmm. but uh yeah um totally makes sense so, um, so the uh, students who um, are not granted sort of the gap year or deferment, do they um, do they have to apply again? So they go through the whole process again. Yeah. So there's there's two factors that come into play. They if they decide to do the deferment, like not an official deferment, they just decide I'm not going. Okay. And take the year off. So if they don't take any college classes and let's say they just work for the year, they get a job and they work or maybe they volunteer or community service, then Mm -hmm. they can apply again as a freshman. Oh, I see. If they stay home and say, I'm just going to take a couple of courses at the local community college, depending on how many units they take, Mm -hmm. it's possible then they get shifted into the transfer Mm -hmm. population. So transferring to a school looks different than somebody entering with no college credits. Right. So it's a, it's an interesting piece because um, I, I've read that students are doing one of those two options, but I don't know if students are understanding that whole process about if they take a couple of classes, even if they take a few, depending on the university, they may switch them into a different category, which may... Uh, change their whole enrollment and how long it will take for them to graduate and things like that. So it's an interesting situation. Hmm. So that means the applicants for 
next year are going to be up by some percent, right? Because all these guys who've sort of sat out the year. I would anticipate that if if they weren't granted a deferment. So, you know, a lot of universities do provide that. So if they're mm. granted that, then, yeah, by design, their enrollment should be, or at least applications should be going up. Yeah. I thought we could take a moment here and also maybe talk about students who are just applying um, this year for fall 2021. Um, you know, we are almost getting into October. So what are some things that the applicants um, should have done or should be doing? And what are some upcoming deadlines? Well, they should be well into working on their essays, at least an app essay. Uh-huh. They're, if they're applying to the University of California system, those essays as well. Um, I'm hoping they're not just starting, so they should be like close to being done. Uh-huh. Hitting some deadlines for early action, which is uh-huh. typically a lot of schools have an early action of November 1 or uh-huh. 15th. So they should be also then looking at the supplementals that are required for those schools Mm-hmm. starting to work on those to get that ready. And then, of course, October 1 is when FAFSA opens. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely recommended that students fill that out, get their family to do their part on that as well, and get that submitted as soon as possible. The sooner the better. Might as well get it done, over with, and out of the way. Cool. Good. That's uh, That should help students out there. Um if they are not on track, at least try to get back on track. Definitely. Okay. Um, let's move over to a, another news item, which I caught me by surprise. Um, so I read somewhere that the, you know, DOMS closing this fall, and I guess for the most of the year, has cost the UCs a billion dollars. And that number was quite stark. Uh, yeah, I read that as well. That I knew it was going to be a, a hit for the UC system, but I had no inclination of it was going to be that steep of a hit, which should be interesting how that plays out into the following year's funding for the mm-hmm. And then, you know, hopefully they can at least have some normalcy for the fall, for next fall. Mm-hmm. 21 but uh at this point you know it's not looking good in that direction but you never know yeah i mean all these uh, you know basically the infrastructure and the facilities um yeah they're just lying vacant it's empty campuses or empty um residence halls and or not empty but not to capacity anyway um, a lot of campuses, a lot of the UCs that are not doing on, on on campus at all. Yeah. And and then you think about all the people that support that within the UC system. You know, there's a dining plan associated with that, then maintenance, and then upkeep. All those people that, you know, that even within the housing department that are just not needed. Yeah, it must be wreaking havoc in the campus towns, you know, where the economy depends on the students on campus. Definitely. Wow. Yep. So, uh, 
you know, and it looks like it's going to be like this for the rest of the semester or quarter. So till the end of the year, at least. Yeah. Before we close out today, I think uh, there's an update in the uh, judge ruling or uh, regarding the UCs, you know, the ruling that the UC should go test blind. Um, I think there's an update on that, right? Oh, yeah. So the University of California system has decided to um, appeal the their loss. And mm-hmm. now they're basically in test limbo. Um, you know, and obviously November 1 is when their applications open for submission. Mm-hmm. They need to have something decided, you know, hopefully sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And if if the lawsuit decision is upheld, then all the UCs will be test blind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, one way or the other, as long as it's not um, just hanging out there in limbo, as you said, um, it's good. Like, it's good for the applicants. It's good for, uh, good for everyone around. And you don't have all these students running around the country trying to, you know, get into a test uh, center. Yeah. So, um, okay, so um, so I guess we are seeing the effects of what this virus has done over the last six, eight months on a lot of these things, you know, education and economy, and uh, it's just it's just crazy. Um, okay, so any any other thoughts before we wind down today? Stay tuned for the thoughts. <laughs> we're in the midst of it okay very good thank you as always Um, I'll talk to you next week but for now stay safe thank you you too yep bye bye hi again hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's college news fit to digest Stay connected with us by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash Alma Matters. These podcasts are brought to you by almamatters.io. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you.